the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Happy Friday and welcome into the Bruce Woolley Show. I'm Jack Windsor, Editor-in-Chief of the Ohio Press Network. Check us out at theohiopressnetwork.com. Before we get rolling with our first guest, I want to give you a free family four-pack of tickets to the 11 a.m. show on December 23rd of Cirque Dreams Holidays. Caller number one right now gets the four-pack. Cirque Dreams Holidays wraps a whimsical Broadway-style musical around contemporary circus artistry and the ultimate holiday gift for the entire family. Audiences of all ages will marvel at soaring acrobatics, gravity-defying feats, and extravagant theatrical production numbers. Tickets are available now at CirqueDreams.com. That's C-I-R-Q-U-E-D-R-E-A-M-S.com for shows on December 22nd, 23rd. That's CirqueDreams.com. And I have a family four-pack of tickets to the 11 a.m. show on Saturday, December 23rd, to give away right now to caller number one. Go. Uh, Hey, be listening to throughout today's show. I have two more packs to give away. And in just a moment, I'm going to bring in State Representative Beth Lear, but I want to let you know that at 1122, I'll be joined by Tim Head, Executive Director of Faith and Freedom Coalition, one of the largest and most influential grassroots organizations in the country. 1150 State Rep Gary Click will be here to rap about House Bill 68, which we'll do here in just a minute as well. State Representative Brian Lorenz, 1206, to give us his take on State House business. 1235, you don't want to miss Senate President Matt Huffman. Got a tough question for him. I know he's going to answer it. Uh, so 1235 to 1245, Senate President Matt Huffman. But right now, let's bring back to the show Representative Beth Lear, who legislates on behalf of voters in parts of Knox and Delaware counties. Representative Lear, welcome back. How are you this morning? Great. Thank you for having me, Jack. It's a wonderful Friday. I hope everybody has a fabulous weekend because, boy, have we earned it. It's been a week, and I want to talk about that. You've already heard we have quite a lineup scheduled for today. We'll have a clear view of legislative priorities going into 24 and progress heading into the final week before Christmas. But I'm interested in your take. Earlier this week, the House and Senate passed House Bill 68. Now, reminder to listeners, that protects our kids and our and women. The bill uh, sits on DeWine's desk. The scuttlebutt, though, Representative Lear, is that he's really mulling it over. Uh, Do you believe that or do you believe he will ink it and get it on the books? Well, I think Representative Gary Click is going to have better insight. But I can tell you, I mean, the governor has always um, campaigned as a champion of children. He's pro-life. I've heard he helped uh, run and fund um, a charity in in the Philippines or not the Philippines, I'm sorry, in the Caribbean, mm-hmm. in Haiti to help kids. So I can't imagine that he would not support something that is designed to help kids and women and girls. So 
I'm hopeful that the rumors are false. Uh, we'll see over the next few days. So uh, for those listeners who don't remember, House Bill 68 does a couple of things. It prohibits the experimental drugs like uh, hormones, uh, cross-sex hormones, puberty blockers. It keeps doctors from lopping off uh, genitalia on minors, essentially. It also protects women. Men cannot compete in women's sports. Now, a man that wants to pretend to be a woman can compete in sports, just not on the girls' team. So that House bill sits on DeWine's desk. Go to governor.ohio.gov, contact at the top. You can send Governor DeWine a message. His Columbus office is area code 614-644-4357. That's 644-4357. Give him a jingle because I know Democratic lawmakers like Allison Russo and Casey Weinstein have been clamoring for the past two days on Twitter. And I know that they're, they have activists who I think are in the minority blowing up DeWine's office. So it probably makes sense for conservatives to do the same. Uh, Representative Lear, I want to talk to you as well about a really critical piece of legislation that you're working on with State Representative Adam Byrd. And I think with the two of you included, there's about 21 or 22 supporters of this bill. And uh, it's House Bill 183, but it's called the Single-Sex Bathroom Access in Schools and Universities. Remind us of that and tell us where that is. So thank you for asking about 183. It is in higher education. Uh, There's a reason that it's there. It's because it will affect uh, schools from K through college. And all we're doing is going back to common sense, to protecting women and girls, And also, all kids, the ones that have mental health confusion about their sex, it's not safe for boys and girls or young men and women whose brains aren't fully formed to be sharing bathrooms or locker rooms or overnight accommodations. And I'm guessing some of your listeners are aware that there was a story about an 11-year-old girl who was forced to share a bed with a boy on an overnight with her school district, not in Ohio. But we did have a school right in my district that allowed girls to stay in the band camp cabin with boys because they said they were boys. So I'm going to say this, and I'm going to try to not get up on the soapbox. I'm a 47-year-old man. I have a a 10, almost 11-year-old daughter. I have a 13-year-old daughter. Now, if I were picking one of them up at school or at a school activity and they went in the bathroom, one of them went in the bathroom, if a male followed – one of my daughters into the bathroom. Am I supposed to say, hey, uh, hold on, hold on. Are you gender confused or are you a predator? Beth, I would get arrested. As, as the man and the leader of my household, there is no way I'm going to allow someone to impinge and infringe on the privacy of one of my daughters and maybe worse. Where does this bill stand? Is this a priority and why should we be concerned about it? Uh, I, I'll, I'll ask the next question after you answer that. But is this really a priority to lawmakers? Well, I was told by the speaker himself that it was a priority, that they wanted to make sure that we would have a vote on this bill right before the primary so that Republicans would have good, solid, conservative legislation they could crow about in their district. But we see the pushback from the far left. And we know that the Democrats gave this speaker the gavel. So how far is he willing to go to protect women and girls and young kids from this 
horrible movement in our society to destroy their identity. I, I don't know. I hope that he was sincere. I'm taking him at his word. But the committee has my bill's been pulled once and then the committee was canceled the last day of session when we could have actually voted it out and gotten it on the floor. So we're starting to be very concerned that there is opposition that's being heard and they're pushing back. So Higher Education Committee, it's chaired by Tom Young and Gail Manning. Now, I know from past reporting that Gail Manning is really in the back pocket of teacher unions, and we know that activism is absolutely flowing from teacher unions. In fact, I think her son in the Senate was the only one who to vote against House Bill 68. So the Mannings are not conservatives. Uh, unfortunately, she's the vice chair of that committee, but it looks like there are four, eight, 12, 15 members, one being Casey Weinstein, a Democrat from District District 34, who is absolutely all in on anything that puts our kids in, at risk. Um, so I would encourage our listeners to go to OhioHouse.gov, committees, higher education, reach out to every single one of those committee members, because if they hear from you, they have to move. Um, you had a meeting last night that you attended. Can you tell our listeners about it? Because I talked about it throughout the week. We've only got about two minutes here, but uh, it's Big Walnut Local School District. There are some issues with activism going on there. What can you tell us? Well, I can tell you that you're dead on right about the teachers union. They don't want what's best for kids. They're working overtime to indoctrinate them into dangerous ideologies that include transgenderism, and they're pushing it. We had a member of our school board. It's a majority conservative. It'll be more conservative in January, praise God. Um, and she introduced a resolution to simply say we're not going to politicize our classrooms. The only flags, the only insignias and signs that we're going to have are the American flag, the state flag, and military flags, with a few other exceptions. And they have come unglued about this because they want to shove the Rainbow Mafia down the throats of the kids. And they've been very successful because we've heard the kids and teachers, including the union leaders, talk about how important and imperative it is for them to have that rainbow flag. And it wasn't just about that. It was about political flags, but they only made it about LGBTQ. And so did that resolution pass last night at Big Walnut? It did. Good. So Big Walnut Local School District, um, I will say this. I know you won't. We're running out of time. Uh, Todd Smith, who is an outgoing board member, basically said we need to flip the proverbial bird to other board members. And if you're a teacher, you need to go ahead and display the flag anyway. I'm going to encourage you, if you're in that district and you see that, report that to me. Send me the pictures. Uh, We'll call these people out. It's ridiculous. Uh, State Representative Beth Lear, thank you for investing time with us this morning. We sprinted through a lot. And uh, we'll look forward to having you back here in just a few days. Thank you, Jack. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas to you. Hey, thank you for listening. Um, Listen, we have a really important guest next. Tim Head is with the Freedom and Faith Coalition, and you'll hear from him. Welcome back in to The Bruce Woolley Show on 98.9 FM, The Answer. Hey, do you have some cash sitting on the sidelines you're not sure what to do with, uh, given that nothing is built, nothing is back, and nothing is better? I want you to check out the alphabetareport.com. That's the alphabetareport.com. The guys there will educate you financially and show you how to turn 
those uh, assets, and there might be a little amount, into a towering stack of money. And they do it, and they do it well. And uh, I'm excited to begin working with them in 2024. So check out the Alpha Beta Report at thealphabetareport.com. And thank you to the Alpha Beta Report for your support of the Ohio Press Network. Uh, Timothy Head is the executive director for Faith and Freedom Coalition. While serving as the executive director, Tim has played a key role in creating several legislative bills passed in recent years, most notably the landmark federal prison reform bill, commonly referred to as the First Step Act, as well as FOSTA, Fight Online Sex Trafficking Act, and SESTA, Stop Enabling Sex Traffickers Act. Many call the First Step Act the most meaningful reform of the federal criminal justice system in over 30 years. Tim also serves on the board of directors for the Council on Criminal Justice. He has an extensive public presence with over 100 media publications involving outlets such as Fox News, National Review, Christian Post, Washington Examiner, The Hill, The Jerusalem Post, and many more, and now 98.9 FM, The Answer. Uh, Prior to joining Faith and Freedom, Tim worked in public policy as the district director for a member of the Texas congressional delegation. He has also served as a missionary in Asia, the Middle East, and Europe. And I, and I kvetch about getting out of bed to work out in the morning. This guy's amazing, uh, and I'm excited to have him. Tim Head, welcome to 98.9 FM, The Answer in Columbus. Thank you for carving out time to be with us today. Well, thanks so much for having me. And, and uh, from now on, if I could get you to announce to my family at our, uh, our breakfast table every morning as I'm walking down the stairs. I think my reception, uh, you know, every morning about 745 might, might go a little bit better. <laughs> it's going to be like the Chicago Bulls, man, circa 1988. We're just going to start playing the music. Here he comes. He's a graduate Dad. of Baylor. Okay. Hey, man, I have a list of questions uh, that I want to ask. But first, I think it would be silly for me if I didn't give you the chance to explain your work at Faith and Freedom Coalition to our listeners. What do you do, and why is it so important? Yeah, you bet. Well, you know, the way, one of the ways that we sometimes say it at, at Faith and Freedom Coalition is uh, we, we are striving to, uh, to influence public policy uh, from a biblical worldview within a constitutional framework. So we believe that the, that the, the kind of fundamental um, values um, proffered throughout, uh, throughout Christian Scripture Really, it actually leads to, to ultimate human flourishing, uh, but we also need to make sure that our U.S. government and, and maybe governments elsewhere, but particularly for us in the U.S., you know, they have to work within a certain framework. They can't just do anything they want to do. So, uh, so we, we work on public policy on the federal and the state levels from that perspective, and then uh, we also educate and mobilize um, Christian voters, especially evangelical and Catholic voters, uh, to to know where candidates fall on issues, and then also to to not stay home. We we've got too many people still that are kind of sitting on the sidelines, and so we we have a really robust um, voter education program and get out the vote program that uh, that operates basically from about Labor Day until election season uh, until election day during election seasons to make sure that uh, that uh, people of faith get out and vote. It's the largest constituency in all of American politics. Wow. Still, and so very, very important. About 36, 37 uh, percent of uh, all of the American electorate are conservative people of faith, and so we need to make sure that those people are are in the game and not just kind of sitting on their bark and loungers, you know, complaining or whatever. 
Speaking of that, let's do the call to action right now. If you're listening, and this is resonating with you, it is with me, Bible in one hand, Constitution in the other, right? Where do our listeners go to learn more right now before we dive into any questions? Yeah. So, you know, our website is, is just ffcoalition.com, uh, ffcoalition.com. And then, you know, certainly we have a presence on uh, Twitter or X, on Facebook, on uh, Instagram. You know, so people can track down Faith and Freedom Coalition on social media outlets, too. But our website, ffcoalition.com, is probably the easiest way to get started. You can sign up for email uh, newsletters if you want. You know, can give a little bit, and we send out monthly print newsletters that go to about 500,000 households every month. Uh, so, you know, we're, uh, we, we try to keep people informed of, of either the political things or the legislative things that we're working on across the country. As we sit and reflect on 23 and look ahead at the landscape of 2024, there's a lot to take in. And uh, I'm talking about pro-life. I'm talking about Israel and Hamas. I'm talking about the, the GOP race for the White House. Uh, we've got about two minutes here, so I want to start here, and then you know we'll hold you over for the break and, and ask some of the other questions. What's in store for 2024 with respect to protecting unborn babies' lives? We just had issue one passed in Ohio, which was devastating. But what do you need our listeners to understand about the movement in general? Well, you know, I think the the, the short version for uh, for the kind of the next phase or the next stage of this uh, is is to realize that. Uh, this is going to be an ongoing battle. You know, this, 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 there's, there's no kind of one victory for, for the pro-life side or for the pro-choice side that ends the conversation. And so, you know, for us, we are, we are configured as an organization of faith and freedom to engage in states as well as on the federal side, including the Supreme Court, uh, to continue to, to kind of uh, exert. You know, you, you probably are well, well aware of the, uh, the old quote that, uh, you know, the cost of uh, the price of, of freedom is eternal vigilance. And so, you know, staying engaged and not being um, kind of uh, forlorn or, or distraught over losses. Uh, I know that Ohioans, you know, still are licking, licking their wounds, and understandably so. But I actually think that there are uh, smart, strategic ways that we can continue to move, uh, move the needle on these things, including and especially uh, just continuing to educate people, just normal people, uh, about the realities of, of uh, you know, the viability of, of, of unborn babies, you know, it can be something as, as kind of simple and fundamental as that for starters. Amen. That's really well said. You know, I've heard a lot, and uh, I'll end here and then save the next question for the other side of the break, but I've heard a lot about being strategic, making sure that we understand that if we're going to elect public officials, there are some that can do something about it and some that can't. This is now a state's rights issue. But to your point, it's also a heart issue. And we have to work in our communities to help people understand that we love the mother, we love the baby, and we value life in general. Um, make sure that you stay tuned. I am joined on the phone by Tim Head. He is the executive director for Faith and Freedom, uh, one of the largest grassroots, I think it is the largest grassroots organizations in the country, making a difference for believers. So, uh, Tim, thanks for being here, and uh, more on the other side of the break. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. 
explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.